damit ihr immer dabei sein könnt. Top-Smartphones zu Frühlingspreisen im besten Telekom-Netz. Jetzt das neue iPhone SE schon ab einem Euro sichern und bis zu 248 Euro sparen. Dazu viele weitere Top-Angebote. Nur für kurze Zeit bei der Telekom. Damit ihr immer dabei sein könnt. Top-Smartphones zu Frühlingspreisen im besten Telekom-Netz. Jetzt das neue iPhone SE schon ab einem Euro sichern und bis zu 248 Euro sparen. Dazu viele weitere Top-Angebote. Nur für kurze Zeit bei der Telekom. Hi guys. When 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 we're gonna get when we're gonna butch to give us a little lyrics over this man. Say what? When are you gonna sing over this? Ah, living in Germany, living in Germany. <laughs> living in, living yeah, in Germany. Man. Come on, go. You're not doing yourself any favors right now. You know I can sing, man. Come on, leave me alone. You know I'm a singer. You know I'm a singer. I'm a, I'm a singer in like um, you know in the bathroom and stuff. That's that's what uh, I feel. In the shower. Yeah, I'm in a shower, shower singer. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how's everyone doing, man? Hey, we're still we're no longer in lockdown, or are we? I have no idea anymore. No, I've lost care. track of it all. I, I just care. wear my mask and go shopping, and <laughs> I don't read the news, listen to the news. I have no idea anymore. Yeah, it's better. It's better that way, actually. Um, just ignore There's it. There's too much information out there and picking it out from all the stupid information. It's just when the I, conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah, when I look on, on uh, YouTube and see what's going on in the States, man, it just freaks me out. It's like what's going on over there is so far removed from the experience, the corona experience here. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you could tell us, um, I know you're... Um, I don't know if you're an anti-Trumpist. I don't want to go that far, but um, what you what? I don't know. <laughs> an anti-Trumpist. <laughs> no, no. Uh, or or I, I I guess I would be described as a never Trumper. Okay, yeah, or or this, yeah. So That's what? What Trump calls people who don't like him? You know what it is? He calls them anti-Trumpers, never Trumpers. Okay. Sounds see, good. See, see, the thing is, I got a friend who's like. Oh, Trump is the savior. He's the best thing since sliced sliced bread. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna help us out. He's, he's he sent me a check, and you know, he's so happy. And I'm like, uh, but I think he's. I've personally said in one of the other podcasts is that he's he's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's what I think. But um, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, or is it sheep? See, meat? the thing of it is, is you have to understand something that he's not a wolf in sheep's clothing. The guy's just a wolf. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah. people there, but there's just people that don't give a shit. Mm. You know, that's. I think that's you're being way too polite, uh, Wayne, by calling him a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, but, but yeah, the dude, the dude's he's he's he, the thing of it is, is if people people who know who he is mm. um, have been against him. I mean, if you if you know anything about the. Uh, the uh, Central Park Five. Or oh yeah, yeah, those, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, I watched you know, that I mean, those those kids were all innocent. Mm. But but uh, while be, when they when they got arrested, you know, before they even had a trial, uh, mm. Donald Trump took out a uh, full page ad in the New York Times, yeah, uh, calling for them to bring back the death penalty. Okay, you know. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nobody was even killed. Nobody was even murdered. And mm -hmm. these got these kids were uh, forced to confess to something that they didn't do. Yeah. Because and and he was calling for the death penalty because uh, uh, five minority uh, children mm -hmm. were being charged with uh, raping a white woman. Yeah. Right. And he was calling for the death penalty. And they were never, they were, before they were even 
uh, brought to trial, he's calling for the death penalty for these kids. And it turned out that they were innocent, mm-hmm. but they all spent like, uh, what? It was like 20 years, 20 years in yeah. prison. That's scary stuff. The DNA evidence was, was came, came out. And then the guy that actually raped the woman, mm-hmm. uh, admitted it. And they mm-hmm. all got millions of dollars, but their lives were ruined. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so I think America's a pretty scary place, especially with Trump as president. It's, I hope he doesn't get voted back in. Yeah. This guy, Trump, Trump was getting money to provide low rent housing. He was getting millions of dollars from the federal government. Mm-hmm. And it turned out he was violating the law the Fair Housing Act, and uh, his his he lost a lot of money, and he mm. was sued by the federal government and fined several million dollars. Mm. And but uh, he never never had to uh, face prosecution or anything. Yeah, but he, why? They, he just had to pay. He just had to pay a fine, and. But he, over the years, he got millions and millions of dollars from the from the government to provide uh, low income housing. Yeah. But he was putting uh, codes on the applications to uh, like if you if he found out that you were black or Hispanic, there was a a, a, a code put on the application so mm-hmm. you could be. Like once, once you've once they found out that you were a person of color, whether that be Hispanic or, or black, or African or whatever, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the vac- the vacancies disappeared, you know. But so what they did was they set up a sting. Uh, okay. And they would send whites to the same apartments, and the and the, the apartments uh, suddenly became available again. Okay. Interesting. And and they they trapped him. And so they they pulled his they pulled his funding from the government and sued him for violating the Fair Housing Act. Okay. Yeah, but he gets away with everything. Yeah, because he's a millionaire. He's got well, he's he's a billionaire. He's got a he's got a long history of racist behavior. Okay. Yeah, that's obvious, but he should never have become president. I have no idea how no. people. Well, the thing to... of it is, is all the all the he promised that he was gonna he was gonna make America great again, and <laughs> he, he yeah. proposed the uh, the Muslim ban and all these different things, mm-hmm. and that was right up the alley of of a bunch of uh, racists in America. So. He got he got like basically one hundred percent of the racist vote, mm-hmm. plus a lot of the uh, the he got like the majority of the evangel evangelical Christian vote. Uh, even though they knew that uh, he was a he was a racist, but he yeah. prom- he promised to put ultra conservative judges on the Supreme Court, which is what the uh, well, they want to. has been begging for for years because they want to overturn Roe versus Wade, which is the uh, the Supreme Court decision to make abortion legal and available to mm. anyone who wants one. But the uh, the Christian extremists want that law overturned, mm. and because of because of the judges that he's put on the federal bench and the Supreme Court. For the first time since the 60s, that law is actually the law that uh, allows for abortion on demand in America. That law, for the first time, is in danger of being overturned. Okay. Because of Donald Trump. Hmm. But the uh, the religious right know they know that he doesn't believe in God. They know that he doesn't believe in freedom of religion. He doesn't believe in anything. Oh, they're than, hypocrites then as well. Well, of course they they, yeah. but they say he's not, he's not. Uh, he didn't get elected to be our pastor. He got elected to be our president, and uh, they they don't care 
if he burns down the entire world, as long as they get to impose their uh, what they want. Yeah. yeah. Their religious point of view, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they don't give well, a I'm, shit. They don't give I'm a glad shit we live in about Germany, the Constitution. Don't. They don't give a shit about anything other than getting what they want. Mm. Oh, it's crazy. Mm. So, then we have it pretty good here uh, against uh, um, America, then, compared yeah. to America. No, no. Yeah, sure. Anyway, let's go on to our topics anyway today. Um, yeah. First first topic is... Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait for it. Ge- ge- the German impatient and horror culture that exists here. And what I mean by that, I don't know if you guys are... Especially like, like if you're driving a car, if you notice, it always seems to be like these guys driving really fast or need to get just in front of you. I guess it's not just exclusive to Germany, of course, but I realise it's more... It's more Definitely frequent here than... That. Sorry? I've definitely noticed that. I mean, I'm not always the fastest driver on the autobahn, but I do think, hang on a minute, I'm doing 140, 150. Do you really need to hurtle past me at like yeah. nearly 200? Yeah. So that my car is moving over to the other side. <laughs> from the wind. Um, <laughs> yeah, from the wind or whatever it's called. And I hate those people that have to overtake me on the wrong side just to get one car in front of me yeah around the corner they get stuck at traffic lights and i laugh my head off yeah i think that that's where i was um it occurred to me at the first like the my first experience with this horror culture was when i was sitting at the traffic oh. light and then the light was on red and then oh. it went to green and because and I, you could have literally counted two seconds all i had beep i was like what? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I was just, I was just putting the car into gear and going, you know, get the clutch up. Gear. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, you know, these guys are already like, come on, come on, you gotta go, you gotta go. I don't know where they're hurrying to. They're hurrying to their grave. What is it? I don't yeah. know. I think it's because they can drive fast, but if you're in a, a certain zone anyway, you can't drive fast in that zone. Yeah. And I get really pissed off when I'm doing, say, 70, and they have to go 90. And yeah. They, they're kind of really driving close behind me. Yeah, this too. This is something that irritates me. The tailgate. When I'm when I'm driving the speed limit, and I got somebody on my ass that wants to speed, and there's nowhere for me to go, and they're sitting on my ass, blowing with with their with their blowing their horns and got their their lights lights in my mirror in my rear view. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. That that I mean I'm I I I let it I let it fly when there's no speed limit but when there is a speed limit i like to do the speed limit and that's because not because of any uh me being overly safety conscious it's just i don't want to get a, a speeding ticket exactly and fine because this asshole can't drive the speed limit behind me i always feel it's quite dangerous because he is so close to me and if for any reason i had to break well that's an accident in the making yeah. yeah. Well, so, if we're if we're driving at a speed that's relatively, say for instance, I'm supposed to be doing 50 or 70 or something like that, yeah. and I got somebody that's on my ass that wants to speed, and he's he's tailgating me really really close. I just tap my brakes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just to show the light. I I, I, yeah. I tap my brakes a little bit, and then they they blow their horn. They get I even continue, more ag- aggravated. <laughs> I continue to tap my brakes, and then they, and then they they back off a little bit, you know. Yeah, I know it's very irritating, but I think it's definitely then a German to a thing. place. Then when I get to a place where I can pull over, I pull over, and then they they drive up to my window, and then they they sit there, and they sometimes they flip me off. Really? Do they do that? Yeah, but when they when they when they go past me, I get behind them, and I blind them with my bright lights <laughs> that's good that's good and why yeah. you've had the same experience obviously then yeah yeah sure well the only thing is my cars are always too slow so i'm always like oh man i wish i had a faster car so i could really go and like do a bit of road rage oh. yeah a little bit mm-hmm. of um what is it that that see the red that red mist that comes into your face and you're like man i want to get them back i want to get them back yeah uh, that's road rage yeah, yeah well, well, the thing car, is it's dangerous is pretty it's pretty quick you know, but the the thing of it is, is is it's it's not it's not worth it. I used to get really really mad, and I would chase them down. You know, but it's not worth it. 
No, know, like you say, like, if you get a ticket or something. Well, you know, sometimes I, I, I show them the, the, the flying finger of fuck you, you know? <laughs> the sticky finger. <laughs> yeah, but you can get fined up to 10,000 euros if, if there's a witness that sees that. Yeah, if you can get fined here for swearing as well. So really? Swear words. Yeah, when I first got here and it was still Deutschmark. Mm. Um, you don't really get fined me. for swearing. But you get fined for what they call belidical. Oh, yeah, yeah. Offensive. Belidical. <laughs> Offensive. Yeah, what is saving? If you insult yes, somebody right. and there's a witness. Yeah, it was a, a very drunk friend of mine started, unfortunately, calling um, <clears throat> a policeman certain words. <clears throat> and well, her other friend called her back and said, just don't say a word because he will basically arrest you for what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, an extreme that's, situation. That's, that's even worse. Like, you can you can get, you can get, uh, somebody can, can press charges against you if you if you insult them in public. You don't have to use swear words. You can call okay. somebody an idiot or, or you can call somebody, uh, you know, and if, if there's a witness, mm-hmm. right, they can, they can do a, they can press charges against you and it's called delightful. Yeah. That's the difference in England. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of swear words in our daily language that we just throw around without thinking about, um, and they're not supposed to be belidical. Yeah. What about the two-finger gesture? You know, the two, the V sign, the two-finger fin- gesture, which doesn't oh, seem to exist God, in Germany. No, but they've got it wrong here, don't they? Yeah, we say peace. Yeah. yeah. But we do forward fingers and it's yeah, two fingers forward. Finger. Yeah, but that's how my, my, my German ex-mother-in-law used to say that was like number two. So when we were in England and she put her two fingers up, yeah, I'm like, can you not do that, please? <laughs> <laughs> and when I went over, took some German girlfriends over to London, I was like, this is something you just don't do here, please. Can you use your thumb and your first finger? If yeah. You want to say about platform two. <laughs> <laughs> platform two. <laughs> Actually, I remember the guy did it to me. He was saying peace, but I thought he was telling me to f off. I was like, hold on a minute. This guy wants to tumble. Crazy. But yeah, but here, I mean, okay, some of the words we use in England are pretty hardcore, but they are so, everybody uses them, which is, doesn't mean it's nice. Mm. But then I hear kids here, it's quite small kids saying shiza. Yeah. I don't think it's nice if I translate that back to shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's between cultures, between countries or whatever. But I was quite shocked that you can get fined, quite heavily fined. For... No. Well, it, it's even worse if you insult a policeman or somebody yeah. that, yeah, that works for the government. Well, my friend As a matter of fact, uh, from what I understand, you're not even allowed to, to, to dupe those people. No, you can kind of get away with it when they know you're foreign yeah. because they realize your language ability isn't so good. Um, and then they kind of go into this English thing, maybe. But I try my best to do C, but in the very beginning, I didn't have a clue. So I think I wouldn't have got in too much of a problem with that. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a. I didn't even know it was a problem. I've been talking to police office like, do do idiot and do. <laughs> ah, he's a foreigner. He's all right. He's good. <laughs> no, yeah, I dude, think you... if you just said do in a normal tone of voice, you're gonna get away with it. Yeah, you're yeah. Supposed to say C to like the teachers, the how well, how you know. how are you supposed to say do in a in a non polite because apparently do is informal and Z is yeah. formal. So how is yeah, how is yeah. do yeah. sound how does do sound unpleasant? Like do. Yeah, like, do this, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not about. It's, it's not about. Tone of voice. You can say it with Z though. Z is an idiot. It's not about. It's, it's not about tone of voice. It's about. It it's about, about. If you if you if you do somebody who's in a position of authority, mm-hmm. then what it is is you're disrespecting their position. Okay. As a human or as 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 a non-human, well, are they more than me? That's See, the question. Like, like if you if it's a politician <laughs> or if it's somebody who's in a position yeah. of authority, that that that's a, like uh, a, a, it's called like beamter belidical. Yeah, exactly. It's the language thing of beamters because just because he's working in the job center or some other horrible place, when he goes home. And I met him, for instance, in the supermarket. I'm not going to say C to him. Mm-hmm. 
because he's still a normal person. Okay. In my well, yeah, exactly. Just because he's sitting behind a desk and, you know, it's banter language, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, we got Gav- I think we got Gavin here. Yeah. Just be glad you're yeah, not Russian. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yo, can you hear me? Yo, Black Band, we can hear you, man. What's going on? Yeah, you you can hear me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just having a good old laugh listening to this uh, <laughs> this background on on the, the Germans and um, you know how to speak with them and speaking with them with the an authority and this swearing thing. I thought it was clear with the swearing. If your fingers are facing forward, it's a peace sign. If your fingers are facing back, it's a swear. Yeah. You know? And so I thought that was clear. You're quite right. You can do whatever as long as they ain't got no witnesses to see you. Because I've seen people chase down somebody off the autobahn because he gave them the finger. Mm. And that person had the police called on them on the spot and they got fined <laughs> on the spot because of it. That, that who, is really who, a bit uptight though, isn't it? That's excessive. Who, you Sorry. know, if somebody's giving you the finger, they flipped you the bird. You just flip it and back or, you know... You throw a full can of Pepsi out the window, Rude Boy. The reason they say they do that is because it, it, it cuts down on the possibility of their of road rage. No, wait there. Oh, this is the capital of road oh, rage in this country. Silly. I don't care. This is the capital of road Whenever you're driving the out, is it the inside lane or the outside lane? Well, the fast lane. You will guarantee the come up against... Line. Yeah, you'll you'll guarantee to come up against a BMW driver, an Audi driver, or a Mercedes driver who's dri- who's got a faster car than you, and yeah. he's going to be on your bum, like driving, yeah. flashing his horn, like lights yeah. to tell you to get you out of the way. This is the capital of road rage. Yeah, but that's out. not road rage, man. That's not road rage. That's, that's just, just. I mean, German. really, you should. That's yeah, you shouldn't even be. You shouldn't even be hugging. Driving, you shouldn't you know? even be hugging that lane. You shouldn't really be hugging that lane, right? <laughs> the thing is, I'm not. <laughs> We're not up for driving in the fast well, lane. Actually, actually, the law is you're only supposed to be in that lane to overtake when it. you're overtaking. <laughs> when you're overtaking, <laughs> right, right. Because even in England, it's the same. There is no middle lane, fast lane. That doesn't exist. There's one lane and two overtaking lanes, pure and simple. That's yeah. what they are, and it doesn't change because it's here. All right. And so, <laughs> oh, really, oh, if you're yeah. not going fast enough, you should be. You should be. I mean, there's the for me, I hate those middle laners, you know. I'm a middle laner. Oh, yeah, that does not surprise me. Does yeah, not surprise me. And I hate My car's too fast for the outside inside lane and too slow for the outside lanes. I have to be in the middle lane. That's it. Yeah, Logic. Oh, Simple oh, mathematics. Lorries. I need to get past the lorries and I'm not going yeah. in the very fast lane. I just go in the middle uh, lane. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, people sit there when there's nothing on either side of them. They just say, well, you know what? I'm sitting here anyway. And it's yeah. like, no, take your ass back to the right-hand side <laughs> because there's nothing in the middle for you to be in the middle for. They are overtaking lanes, you know? Yeah. And you get them drivers, right? You get them drivers that try to teach you, you know? So they'll yeah. come, up, come up behind you, right, in the middle lane and then overtake you, then go straight over back to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, That's how you should be driving. This, but the thing is, this is, this is what I'm talking about. This is the horror culture that exists in Germany. They just don't let you... You can't relax, you know. When you go to another country, like when you go to Spain, for example, Spain, everyone's all relaxed and chilled out. But here yeah. it seems like everyone's just trying to be this somewhere. This is a driving country. This is a driving Not country. just a driving, no, man. Like if you look at work Actually, too, man. Actually, on that point, my niece, uh, when she was training as to be a policewoman and she stopped, started training to drive with cars, she was explaining to us, and my ex-German husband said, that's the German driving license. The way she explained it was like looking ahead for cars and doing this and doing that and how to be involved in a chase. And the way she described it was how we are learning in the German driving license. So it's quite interesting. Well, if you think about it, I mean, we have the autobahn and we have a lot more. We have a lot of cars on the roads here, but we have far less accidents than you do in the UK, which is tied to 70 mile an hour. You That's know, true. Yeah. Uh, which, which, which which should tell you something. And of course, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. This this I didn't know about this the way of the, the driving license and and actually looking for for car ahead. When I was training as a paramedic and I done my advanced driving, yeah. um, we was we was trained exactly the same way. It was a little bit more than four cars ahead, but learning to read the traffic and so forth. So if they actually learning this standards. Uh, no, 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 no. I've done this in the UK. So I was, a, you okay. know, I was a trainee paramedic and, and uh, you know, I done my qualifications. And part of that was doing, obviously, 
an advanced uh, driving lesson, uh, right, advanced okay, driving you. course, which was two weeks, just like police, yeah? And yeah. then you get your, uh, your certification at the end of it. But yeah, that's what she did. Yeah, the mentality of learning to be able to think six cars ahead and predict other people's patterns and the way of driving was always, you know, was part and parcel of that. And if they I mean, I don't know if that's part of the normal German driving mm-hmm. um, drivers, but um, if it is, kind I mean, of, no wonder yeah. they're such good drivers. If if it is, no wonder they're so good at what they do. To be honest with you, because yeah, um, they kind of. It was a lot when okay. My hus- ex-husband learnt in England, but he drove in Germany a lot, obviously, mm-hmm. and I only learnt in Germany. So yeah, there is a big difference. So you learned to drive in Germany, yeah? Yeah. I was a pretty late oh, wow. driver. Um, I learned when I was 31. Oh, wow, wow, that is late. And pregnant. So I managed to get through the um, test because I was heavily pregnant. I just fluttered my eyelashes and tried to yeah, I thought turn that. around. <laughs> Felt so like she's giving a license. Fluttered your, fluttered <laughs> yeah, your eyelashes and <laughs> pushed your belly out. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, in, when I lived in London, I didn't have enough money to do a driving license. You don't need a license in London, do you, really? No. And then I moved to How Brighton. expensive is a license in Germany anyway? Oh, it's expensive, man. Now it's over 2,000 really? euros. Yeah. Really? Yeah. By the time you've uh, registered it, got the app, I can tell you this from experience because my son has done it and failed it so many times. Uh, <laughs> Every time it's two grand hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about but... two grand if you pass. Oh, wait there. So, <laughs> so he's about 10 grand already. He's like, ah, I can't afford this <laughs> no. anymore. <laughs> no, it's basically with him was um, each time you take the theory test was 75 euros down the plug hole if you oh fail my it. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. The uh, percentage of it goes to the driving school and the other bit goes to the, TUF, state. the MOT place. Okay. State or whatever. Um, but by the time you've registered and done minimum of 16 hours driving plus the actual Theory test plus the actual test, you're looking at about two grand, people tell me. Oh, that's expensive, wow. man. How, yeah. how much was the license in America, Butch, back in the day? In America? Uh, driver's license. Uh, 20 bucks. $15. 15 Look at this. What? $15. We're talking about like six, no, but, 40 but, years ago or something. You have, to, you have to renew your license every five years. And it costs like $15. Fifteen dollars. That's include. That's the the practical test and the written test. Jeez, look at that man. That's and, t- and the license. That's a steal, man. <laughs> but not anymore. It's probably not that cheap anymore, though. I'm pretty sure it's gone up a lot since then. Well, I, I mean, in, in Texas, I think it's fifty bucks now. Fifty bucks. Yeah. And how many? You have to do it every five years. That's quite good, actually. In the sense of, well, I yeah. think I think it I think it's it's good that you have to renew your driver's license every five years because there's somebody who gets their driver's license over here when they're 18 and then they're like 103. They can't see. They can't hear. <laughs> yeah, we reaction time. But yeah, but we have to say <laughs> it's the same in England. Yeah, it's the same in England. I think you're yeah. you're, you're expired. Your your license you expires expired. when you're 70 or something it's like 70. that. Um, yeah, I think so that you have to retake your test. But like here in Germany, I don't think that exists because my uh, my um uh, my next door neighbor. There's people that like, I don't even trust to walk to get in their cars and, <laughs> on a Sunday. Know. Yeah, my neighbor is like 94, man, and he's still driving his car around. Yeah, yeah. I would take that off him if I could, you know. But um, yeah, he's, he's he's still he's still riding, he's still rolling around, he's still rolling around. I'm sitting there thinking, really. Time should be you over should now. You should be. Road. You shouldn't be on the road. In fact, you shouldn't be on the earth now, let alone the road. You oh, know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-four, man, and he's still he's still rocking it. I have to respect him for that. So. My granddad in England, he didn't even have a license. And he mean, was driving. But he was driving because they didn't Jesus take. The, I mean, yeah, that was like, before, he's doing, before he's doing the, the Leon speaks, huh? Yeah. yeah. Way before the Second World War. So he'd never had a license, but when he was about 78, 79, they said, yeah, you do need to have a license, and they tested him. I think he passed as well. <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah. anyway, going back to um, obviously the horticulture, do you think, the, you know, like Germans very, um, I want to get the right word, 
punctual no punct yeah punctual yes, the punctuality punctual. yeah they're very punctual they're always on time in it that's like if you yeah like when i start work in the morning themselves. yeah that when i when i work when i go to work in the morning i don't mind being five minutes late but the, the looks i get when i'm five minutes late is like like i've just killed somebody's the furor i've just killed the furor basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, I notice yeah. that when you, especially if you're turning up for dinner or something. I mean, I wouldn't be half an hour late, but five minutes is deadly. Yeah, Can't man. be five minutes late. Do you think that's got something to do with the hurry, the hurry, hurry culture that we have to be first? We have to do everything I on think time. It's partly politeness. Like if I say seven o'clock, you should be there at seven. Whereas in England, we'd say, oh, yeah, come along about seven-ish. Yeah, yeah, seven-ish, yeah. I would expect seven-ish to be no later than, say, quarter past, twenty past. Although seven-ish sounds German, doesn't it? Seven-ish. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah you, can't, you can't say that here. You can't even turn and say to people, hey, you know what? Let's catch up next week. If you ain't phoned them next week, man, you're a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're expecting, hey, you know what? You did say that you're going to contact me next week. Yeah, I was being nice. I was being polite, homie. Calm down. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's just a, a turn of phrase. Well, yeah. Me personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with being punctual. Okay. Yeah. But okay. I do think there's something wrong with like the the anal retentive overly correct thing. Okay. You know. Give us an example if you can. Well, um say for instance, uh I was uh pulling into a parking lot uh, of of a uh, in Stuttgart mm. and I was pulling into the park house and this guy comes and taps on my window while I'm parking my car. Mm. Okay. And he says to me, you know, in Germany, when you drive into a park house, you have to turn your lights on. Oh yeah, 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 of course. And I of said, course. excuse me. And he said, yeah, that's the law. You have to, you have to turn your uh, your lights on when you drive okay. into a, a covered area. And I'm thinking, uh-huh. it's, it's okay, it's broad daylight. Uh, there are no walls on this covered parking area, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. and, he sa- and I said, uh, why are you banging on my window <laughs> to tell me some shit that I don't care about? <laughs> I said, are you a policeman? Are you here to write me a ticket? And then he said, uh, no, I'm not a policeman, but you don't have to be a policeman to do an onsega. I said, so what you're telling me is that you come over here to bang on my window to tell me that I should have turned on my lights when I came into this place, into this parking lot. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no danger of me hitting anybody. Everybody can see me. It's broad daylight. And you want to tell me, you want to come over here and give me a fucking hard time. I said, tell you what you do. You do your your onsega and leave me the fuck alone and don't touch my car again. And what happened? What did he say? He said, he said, well, I've written, I've already written down your license plate. No, no yeah, 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 of course, of course. Oh, God. But only threat, no, all empty threats. I realize that's something about Germans. That's- but there's the problem, uh, like, they're not always the empty threats, man. They're not always empty threats. You got these people who've got nothing better else to do. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. Really, the woman who told me yeah. I hadn't cleaned my windows for a week. They literally have nothing better to do. Jesus Christ! So well, there's this, there's this old guy uh, in in uh, Stuttgart. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to just he had nothing to do. He would just lean out his window. And write down the license plates numbers of people who were parking illegally. Oh God! Calling the cops. <laughs> he should become a train spotter. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just. I, I just don't understand the mentality. You know. It is, and they seem to know all the bylaws. I just have. I only know a couple of them because maybe I've experienced them, but I don't know half of the bylaws. And there's so many. Mm. I just don't understand. You know, it seems like people, if you've got a life, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, it's just a lot of time spent and, 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 and putting yourself in a position. I mean, I come from the culture of mind your own goddamn business. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if I saw somebody beating somebody else up or smashing a car up or whatever like that, then yes, I can put my nose into the situation. But all the rest of it, just not my business. Well, I mean, if, I, if, I'm, not, if I'm not creating a threat, if I'm not doing anything that's putting anyone in danger, yeah. all I did was drive into the place and I didn't turn my lights on because it was broad daylight. As a mm. matter of fact, my car... If I if I drive into an area where the uh, uh, it goes beyond uh, a certain level of light, then my lights come on automatically. Nah, did you tell? You should have told him that. Why? Well, actually, no, it's none of his why business. Am I, why is he even talking to me? Yeah, because that because he's German. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's the only answer. That's up. it. That's it. Yeah, he's German. <laughs> He's been initiated and told to do this, indoctrinated, yeah. to do this his entire life. So now he's yeah. just putting into practice well, what he's you, learned. If you, if you, if you actually, actually, if you think about it, uh, people were trained, especially if you, if you came from the East, okay? Mm. They, were, they were told that you're not being a good citizen if you don't inform on your neighbors. Exactly. And they even encourage children to inform on their parents. That's yeah. terrible. That's terrible. So you can... Yeah, that's scary. You can yeah. always assume that. Um, and a lot of people came from the east to the west side of Germany as well. So I can guarantee yeah. someone in your street was from that time when the Stasi and all these guys were still there in the east part of, yeah. east part of Germany. So. It's a pretty scary thing, actually, to think yeah. about. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, I had it when I lived in Horsham, definitely. Yeah. The, the neighbours inf- informing on me informing on me about my rubbish being mixed. <laughs> rubbish. Well, like I said before, it's like uh, I had... I had somebody come to me and tell me I couldn't wash my car in my yard on a Sunday. Mm. That's a, that's the law though here. Yeah. That's that's the law and that's standards, you know. Can't be making any noise, you can't be doing drilling, hoovering your car on the outside or whatever else. That's that's standard. Yeah. That's standard. Yeah. You can't do that shit. That's you know? that's something no I miss about England. People mind their own business just a little bit more. Although you do have the nosy neighbors and stuff. You yeah, you know. still have nosy neighbors, but I'm sorry, I I still look at this thing. Although I do like the fact the shops aren't open on a Sunday, I like the fact, for me personally, I have more time on a Sunday to do all those things, mm-hmm. like hoover my car, yeah. Yeah. and I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, like in in the states, that's that's when people spend their time getting their car clean. And same in the UK. Same in the UK. It's the yeah. same thing. Mm. I know that's what Sundays are for. <laughs> <laughs> And the only, yeah, the only, um, is it, sorry, the only uh, sunny day you get is a Sunday normally. <laughs> Unless you mention the word barbecue in England, and then it's not sunny. Well, that's another thing that I've noticed the difference. We don't have a barbecue culture like in Germany, do we? Like, um, I know America always have it. But here, yeah, these guys... America and Australia do. Yeah, hey, these, hey, in America, barbecue is the culture. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, and Australia. Black people and white people agree about. <laughs> yeah, put another shrimp, put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't Australia definitely, but England are kind of way behind with that, I think. Uh, well, we don't get no, enough man, sunny if days. It's gotta, if, if it's got exactly. a hook, sticking forks in it, you know. Yeah, I think we're more pub culture. We go down the, the if it's bank holiday or a Sunday, and they've got a pub garden. That's more us. No. Okay, shall yeah, we? Um, Move on to our next topic, the last topic. The Brits, oh, yeah. the Brits and, the, and the Irish and the, the Scottish people, man, it's like sport drinking. Yeah, yeah, we like to, that's that's what we like to drink, and it that's what yeah. we like to drink. But anyway, yeah. what, what I was gonna say is, um, there's a, okay, the there's next... a guy, um, oh, oh, there's hello. a guy at he runs uh, the uh, uh, orthopedic clinic at the uh, University of Mainz. He was a doctor, yeah, okay. and he was telling me uh, that a large percentage of the patients that have to have reconstructive surgery in their hands are uh, expatriate British people who get smashed and then <sighs> want to punch something, <laughs> smash up their hands. You're kidding me. For that's, real? That's typical. Us. Yeah. That's, that's that typical. is so British. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was telling, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was a friend of uh, Ray Wood, who was a Scottish dude who was a drummer. Okay. 
at the uh, Park Cafe in in Wiesbaden, and he was telling he was telling he was telling me that a lot of his he had to do a lot of reconstructive surgeries on hands because these hmm. the, the, uh, a lot of these British guys that go out and they get drunk and then they they punch a wall or they punch somebody in the head or something and they smash up the bones in their hands. And he was, he was doing a lot of reconstructive surgery on hands, and he um, and he said a, a large a large percentage of his patients were British people. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but look at us with football. So we're not like very well well behaved punch, in that direction. Punch everyone now. Yeah. Okay. Do so we want to go on the next topic? To- yeah, I want to um, talk about the different styles in Germany. Um, everything from the way people dress, the, um, the sort of um, houses, how their houses are designed, the actual styles of houses here, which is completely different from UK. Uh, one thing I've noticed is that um, obviously we have the, um, is it the, would you call it masonry bricks? Uh, we just have bricks, yeah, bricks at home, don't we? Yeah, all our houses are up, like bricks upon bricks, the, mm-hmm. the brick laid. But here it's like, I don't know what it is here. I think it's like these big, massive beton bricks. And then yeah. they put it together and then they, co- then they kind of cover it with... Plaster or whatever. Yeah, or something like that. It just, just, just looks... I actually prefer the English houses, to be fair. Yeah, I like a friend, friend, friend of mine. That. We call that... What we call that in the States is called stucco. Stucco. They, stucco. Stucco is like they... they it's, it's like they... It's this puts that you put on side, outside the Plaster. walls. Plaster, yeah. You know, um, the, the the surface that you actually paint. Yeah, yeah. We that that's we call that stucco, and you it's uh it's it's like rough, yeah. and you, you paint it different colors. In um, brick houses. Well. she visited England, she thought it was really strange that we had terraced streets. Mm-hmm. The houses looked the same. She said, and some oh, yeah, of the yeah. houses. Were, um, not detached from each other, so like mm-hmm. semi-detached and that. And she said, oh, my God, everything looks the same here. I said, it doesn't. There are streets that are terraced, but yeah. I kind of like that. It's very homely. I mean, obviously, if you're all living on top of each other, it's not so cool, but mm-hmm. it's really different things, here. One of the weirdest things I, I, I find over here is, like, the houses are so close together and nobody's got a real yard. I asked, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have, but you guys have a lot more space. I mean, well, I mean, the thing yeah. is, You'd feel very isolated in England because we really don't have a yard like here. Yeah, I find once you get into like the 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 big actually didn't get any right actually at the front. <laughs> actually, most, even when I look outside my window, I'm like actually I don't have a yard either. No, you've got a drive. Yeah, I got a drive, but like, I mean, when I look at it, it's quite small, isn't it? And that's the thing yeah. in England, it would be even smaller actually in most it cases. It would, and then everybody would be really tightly parked. Yeah. In the street, but in, um, yeah, but, but in America, one thing you I have... find funny, one yeah. thing I find funny is that you know, like what we call the block of flats, I think they call whorehouses here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what they call um, it? Oh, hawk house, yeah, the house. Yeah, the oh, did you say whore or yeah, house or <laughs> yeah, hawk house? Yeah, you know what, for me, it's the same thing, right? No, <laughs> man, it's the same, you know, that, that H in there <laughs> and the CH, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you got a whore house, man. This is like whorehouse, yeah. But yeah, um, they like have a different house. kind of, it you know, for high. us, we live in a block of, a block of flats. Yeah, whore, yeah, whore is in like high. But for us, you know, a block of flats is kind of like, well, you know, that's not a great standard of living. If you're living in one of these places, you know, it's kind of like, I know, bottom of the pile sort of thing. Whereas here, you can, it's not looked at it that way at all, you know, and here you can have a really nice house uh, yeah. in, in one of these blocks of flats, you know, and you're not considered, oh, um, kind of like a lower part of society or, or, or kind of like lesser well, because those, just because those, you're living those, in one of these. Those are called condominiums here and they're very expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do get some really expensive ones. I'm sure on the outskirts of Berlin and, and big cities, there's some really crappy ones. Mm-hmm. But I know what you're saying, Gavin. It's definitely looked upon as like, oh, they're council houses and you live in a council flat if you live in a tower block. Yeah, 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 exactly. Hey, let me ask you a question about the council houses. Is it true that uh, when you when you when you live in a, a council house, which is one, which is low low income government housing, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you actually can buy that house from the government. Yeah, in, in some England. cases, yeah, yeah. In some yeah. cases, yeah. Yeah, in England, yeah. In England, when you've been there long enough to for a period, 
then you're entitled <clears throat> to be able to buy that off the council at a discounted rate because yeah, you'll take into consideration true. how long you've been there yeah. and how much money you've put in. And then you'll get some, you can also get a little bit of help towards that because they do want people to be able to um, afford or to be able to own um, their own house, you know. And so if you've had a long period of time where you've lived there and put the money in, then they're able to say, hey, you know what, you have opportunities to buy this and we'll give you a, a discounted rate than you would have got if you were to buy this outright from the start sort of thing. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's, a, it's a good initiative. It's mm. a good initiative. It allows people to be able to have that option. Um, yeah. which is a bit of a shame because, you know, back in the day, if I think about some of my family members who had, you know, had big, nice houses in London at one stage and were paying rent for so long, they was uh, exempt from this type of rule. And these houses are worth like millions now. Yeah, you know? that's yeah, right. Sure. And, and, and they've put in, you know, put in hundreds of thousands over, you know, yeah. 20 years and they're not able to be able to buy it, you know. That's and a real so shame. They, they, yeah, they can pick and choose which ones are in, in actually um, kind of entitled to this uh, to, to, to this uh, this rule, should we say, mm. uh, which is a shame. And it's never normally the nice, nice ones, of course, but uh, it's something that you need to look into when you actually go into renting. Is this a possibility that I can buy this house in five or ten years' time? I don't think, think it, they do makes... anything like that here. No, of course not. Of course not. No, here, I mean, here, I, I didn't realize England is so cheap because the houses here are super expensive. This, you know, a lot of people expensive. buy their houses anyway. Yeah, so I think there's like a homeowner's here, isn't it? Yeah, but they build mm -hmm. their houses here, a lot of people don't. Yeah, they? I think it's encouraged. Yeah, we... Start saving. You can build a house. You can build that, depending on where you're choosing to build. I mean, it's crazy. I've got a friend of mine who's building their house now, and I think they're paying around about maybe. Uh, 250 to 300,000 and the amount of the square meters is, is is quite high I think they got like 520 square meters land and so forth uh, and, and it's a lot you know but they are out in the sticks that's the disadvantage is because you're in the sticks and this is no no good for somebody if you got kids and you know that you got to be near a kindergarten and your wife's got to be near uh, the work and so forth then if you want to go and buy a and... house locally yeah. exactly if you want to buy a house locally then then it'll be three times the price of what they actually paid for their house in the sticks mm -hmm. you know and you've only got 120 square meters you yeah. know yeah. you've only got 120 Same. square meters and you'll pay 370 380 400k yeah. mm -hmm. crazy the craziest thing i found when i arrived here um which i mentioned to wayne this week was when you walk into an apartment that you're going to rent it won't have a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's like, right. That's a big thing. You got no kitchen. That's, you got no closet. That's a big that's, that's, that's crazy. You know, you sit down, even when you're renting, and we're talking about rent, we're not talking about buying, we're talking about renting. Yeah. You still got to go spend 10 G's, <laughs> 10 G's yeah. on the kitchen, right? Yeah. 10 G's on the kitchen. And, you know, and if you want to move, you want to move, you got to take that shit with you, you know? So. Yeah, and I tell you, my kitchen has moved five times and it's never going to move again. Um, <laughs> it's like literally bastled together. Yeah. Don't you <laughs> think I'm just like, crazy don't you think it's weird that here in and then, in, and, then and then when you move into your new place your kitchen doesn't fit the dimensions exactly. of the, yeah yeah yeah, of, yeah. The new, of the new kitchen yeah you always have to buy a new work surface yeah. so it's like well that's a shame what am i going to do with the other one so you cut a piece of it up and put it in the corner which looks like shit as well <laughs> because mm -hmm. you just yeah. it's just yeah i mean i'm not the sort of person that can afford a new kitchen each time i move yeah, don't you think it's weird that here in Germany, if you if you live on the land, you pay nothing for your house, but in England, if you live on the like if you live in a small countryside, you pay more money. Have you noticed? But if you live in a city, it tends to be cheaper in a city, even though you're you know like a terrace house or whatever. But, mm, but here in a city, so what's that? I never lived in the countryside in England, so I can't. I've got no comparison. Okay, yeah. Well, in the like, if you like, I used to live in um, rugby. Okay. was probably like a smaller town but if you tried to buy yeah. some houses around there they were more expensive than like if you tried to buy a house in Birmingham for example it was like Birmingham was cheap weird. or if you if you was on trying to get a house in the outskirts outskirts of Birmingham like right on the edge then it would be probably a little bit more pricey I think that's oh. pretty much the whole of England apart from London I think in London it's it doesn't matter where you are in London about up to 20 or 30 miles outside or 50 even it's still expensive I mean 25 years ago, I no, a bit longer actually, nearly 30 years ago, I bought an apartment, a flat, a 
basement flat, but it also had like a roof terrace when you went back up outside in Brighton. And it was five minutes walk from the sea and it cost me £40,000. Okay. It was 30 years ago. Yeah, from the, from the sea as well. Look at that. Say again? You was right by the sea almost. It was amazing. It was tiny. It was, a, it, it was like an open plan, but it had a kitchen. Had a kitchen in it, <laughs> a really cool kitchen and a, vet, a brand new bathroom. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I actually came out with some profit when I sold it. But I think thirty years ago, it's quite a lot of money. But they encourage young people to buy in England, and here is a rental com- uh, rental. I think, although they do encourage other people to build, mm-hmm. they they say you know you should have a standard. But there's a lot more rental properties here. I think. Yeah. You think so? I think I think it's mostly the um, the government owns a lot of the properties in England, and they rent yeah, them out. But here in England, yeah. But here okay, it's like well, more private people. Yeah, I think here uh, it's more like people own their places more, and they most of the time it's the the owners of the place who rent the place out. It's like letting, isn't it? Here. Yeah. So uh, I try to explain council houses to Germans. Yeah, it doesn't work. They don't understand that because they don't. I say, oh, houses from the Stadtverwaltung, but I don't think we actually have any. I think you heard Hearts Fear Housing, like um, Heart, Heart, Heart 4. Heart 4. Heart 4, yeah, that's what it's called, it, Heart 4. We have um, <laughs> Heart Sphere, yeah. yeah or yeah, social housing. About, uh, the, the thing about the social wohnung in here, you can't buy it. Yeah, that's true, yeah, you can't not. buy it, no, no. You can't no. buy it, and if you're smart, you don't, you never move in in the first place. <laughs> well, Exactly. But I mean, I, I wouldn't, I know that, for instance, if you went to the council in England and you said you needed a house or a, whatever, a flat, then you're on the list and you're provided with something, hopefully. But here, you wouldn't, there isn't anywhere except Balgenossenschaft. Yeah. I've had Balgenossenschaft, but you I mean, you still pay a big whack on um, um, a deposit, but they really look after you and they're kind of definitely not like an old fashioned council flat. They're really quite modern. Okay. And that was the first apartment I took when I left my husband, and it was really cool. And they really do look after you. You know, if there's something wrong, they you phone them up and they come the next day. But it was no way like a council flat in England would be. No. So cool. that was quite interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, what, does Black Bomb want to say something? I don't know. He's got his hand up, I guess, or did he just push up by accident? Anyway, I think... Well, um, you, this was... This was uh, you, you also mentioned something about fashion here oh yeah i was gonna say yeah before yeah yeah man the way people dress here what i find really interesting is if you want to like walk down the middle of the of the fusgänger zone in any in any major city Mm. you can tell what's current in fashion because the girls are all wearing the same shit yeah yeah that's true yeah they're not not, things i find about about going to london because it's like everybody's got their own sense of style yeah that would be the same in berlin yeah in berlin as well yeah 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 sure berlin is the same way but most like it was so funny like when they, when everybody was wearing the the low rider jeans and the 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 sky mm. t shirts and shit, mm. everybody was wearing the same shit, you know. Yeah, I've yeah. literally driven past my own daughter, not recognizing her because <laughs> all her friends look the same, uh, same lens hair, same type jacket, whatever, yeah. and I'd be like, well, which one is my daughter? Yeah, yeah, it's um <laughs> like especially they're very dull. They think the way they dress is very dull. Like there's no, I don't know. Like I said, with the exception of Berlin and so, and I think Hamburg too. Yeah. I think in Hamburg they're a bit creative. Yeah, bigger but cities, obviously. Yeah, but if you go to Frankfurt or Munich, which are big cities, you see that like go through the city in Frankfurt or go to Munich. Okay. Everyone's walking okay. in grey suits, looking all bored and terrible. And I'm like, what's wrong yeah. with you, man? Put some colour, man. Like when you go to somewhere like Brazil. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's I mean, Cologne, I mean, it's a completely different culture. I would but say Cologne is a bit more lively. Yeah, Cologne too. To- yeah absolute extreme and go to carnival and they all just wear the most mental things that you would never even be seen dead in yeah i think that's that's where that's how they let it out it's a bit like a japanese culture in it like all day every day they're kind of like straight stuck yeah. up you know authoritarian type people uh-huh. until you get to have a little bit of fun and then they really let loose that's what i like about the germans yeah. they know how to let loose sometimes yeah. you know yeah. um and I mean, there's still a, well, I've noticed it. I've witnessed it myself when I went to the Oktoberfest in Koblenz for the first ever time. 
They are so proud to wear Lederhosen and Dirndl. <laughs> These goddamn dungarees. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even talking about the older generation. I'm talking about the, the young people. And I have to say, some of them actually look quite sexy, but I'm, I'm not sure. No, some of the girls have made it like sexy oh, yeah, looking. Yeah, of course, of course. And there was a couple of guys. I'm not sure I would like to take a guy home in Lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> But it's kind of like, oh my god, they are so proud. They just they love that outfit. It's just a crazy outfit. I'm actually wondering if the, the this this um what do you call it? the hose is actually um, Austrian to be honest. I think it is, but the Germans say it's German, don't they? I mean, Germany and Austria is the same country. All yeah. these because all the same country, and it you probably shouldn't say that, Wayne. But yes. Well, I mean, at some point, it really <laughs> Austria, was the same country Austria though. Is like Austria is like Germany on steroids. <laughs> oh, so I should have moved to Austria. Unless, unless, <laughs> unless, unless, of course, you're in Vienna. Vienna is like totally different. Really, oh, a more sophisticated culture. Vienna, yeah. Vienna. This is documented. Vienna has the highest standard of living in any city in the entire world. In the world? No, I don't know about the world. I'm probably, probably in I'm Europe. Talking, I'm talking about. I'm talking about as far as infrastructure. Oh, okay. I'm talking about public services. I'm talking about things that are just offered to you for living, for just having the fortune to live in Vienna. Okay. okay, but um, I wonder how much an apartment is to rent there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't grasp that. We'll find out. So I was actually there. The, I'm talking like the public transportation, the the train system, all that shit. You know, mm-hmm. the the services, the the services that are offered, the culture, all the stuff that they that they do, the, that the city provides for the people that live there. They have the highest living standard of any city in the world. I didn't, I didn't know that. You know what? I didn't, I didn't really know, know it either. I'll tell you what. I thought it was somewhere like Stockholm. Somewhere yeah, like that. Sweden's expensive, man. Sweden's stupid. But the thing is, um, I'm going to just quickly give you some comparisons at the moment. It's, uh, okay, consumer prices. Rent in London is still 11% higher. Yeah, although to get a one-bedroom place in Vienna, in the city, is around 800 euros. Okay. That's criminal, man. That's absolutely That's criminal. That's a lot. Then again, I think if you go to That's Munich, I'm pretty sure you're in the same ballpark, to be fair. Or maybe even higher in Munich, I don't know. I know I know somebody who, who is paying 600 a month for a room inside somebody else's apartment in Munich. That's a lot. <laughs> but but That's London, lot. London, however, and, you pay a... F- and, and he doesn't get to use the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's takeouts every day. No way. No, yeah. in, in London you pay two grand. Though you pay two grand for rent in London for a one room place, two grand. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe the bus fare or something's higher. I think only the grocery prices are no the lower. They're hiring um and uh, pushing power. No purchasing power is higher. In in uh, no no it's not. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. Uh, Germany, Germany, as far as um rent and stuff like that depending on what city you're in it's it can be pretty expensive but if you go if you go to the east prices go way down man i heard it makes sense go. to go and pick up some um some land over there Copenhagen's yeah, quite expensive there, who wants to live in the east that's the question yeah i mean berlin i think with berlin they're limited so you're not allowed to be able to charge uh, over a certain amount of price for an area Okay, so it doesn't matter how nice your house is or how nice the apartment is. There's a, there's a maximum limit you can charge for rent there. You know, yeah, um, they've got a lot of, the... like if you go to places like Kreuzberg and places like that, the, the historically uh, dangerous areas, they've got a lot of gentrification going on in Berlin right now. Okay. That have, families that have been living there for generations can't afford to live, like in Kreuzberg, for example. Kreuzberg is, is kind of like the Harlem of uh, Berlin, mm. you know, it's like it's like people that have been living there for generations can't afford to live there anymore because it's getting to really be trendy, and they're they're building they're building a bunch of uh, they're taking a bunch of the old rundown places and renovating them and making them so expensive. Opening yeah, up they these did that in London as well. 
They they did that in London. They they did the whole Canary Wharf, for example, back in the eighties. And then there's loads of places like Notting Hill and all those places, totally trendy and cool, but people can't afford to live there anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's 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 crazy. You know, they got like uh, ever since like Bill Clinton opened up his corporate offices <laughs> in Harlem, and okay. now everybody's everybody's uh opening up businesses and in harlem harlem is really trendy now and the 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 puerto ricans and black people that have been living there for generations are moving out because they can't afford it anymore they just switch places they're going to uptown i know the rich people coming to downtown that's what happens basically same in birmingham if you look at birmingham now it's it's the fastest growing city in england but for a long time it was always scorned upon you know, industrial, mm. horrible, dirty, but now they've put so much money into it, it's coming up slowly, and now it's like, yeah, we need to be here, Birmingham. I think that's yeah. just going to go be constantly a thing, though, isn't it? <laughs> They're yeah, always going to go round and round, the area's going to go down, and area's going to be coming up again. Yeah. But, and something I noticed about fashion when I first arrived here, mid-90s, was that everybody wore glasses. Yeah. Shades. Shades or normal glasses? No, not shades so much. I'm talking glasses. And okay. it just seemed to be a real part of their outfit. Like little thin wired glasses. I don't mean the round Harry Potter ones. I mean very sort of square, rectangular, okay. kind of odd shaped glasses that nobody in England would wear. But it seemed to be part of their whole I can imagine in '93, all the all the women here with like purple hair, you know, just a short kind of what what kind of looks kind of like '80s, you know, with the with the shoulder yeah. pads and they got the short hair and the glasses on. Yeah, one of, one of <laughs> Listening friends, to we, we, Go we West. Kind of women over forty at the time, yeah. all, there was like two hair colors. It was either the bright orange coppery color or burgundy, like a bright burgundy. Okay. So. It's still the same. You get to a certain age and you're supposed to colour your hair that colour, which I haven't, by the way. Yeah, what, what is that with this? What is with old people who always put their, this purple or grey hair? Lila. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I remember being a kid in church and all the old, all the old ladies got blue hair, purple hair, yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, there, I have no answer to that. There is no rhyme or reason. I can't cope, man. I was getting pictures of Rudy Fowler. You can't what? I get pictures of Rudy Fowler, you know, the footballer. He's got a funny oh. hair doing purple and, oh, and his old ladies. No. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. man. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway, uh, I think we should... Uh, yeah, call they, it I there. remember, I remember oh. like, like blue-haired old ladies. That was a thing, man. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll call. Blue like today's blue. It was like the gray with just a. It was, yeah, it was, it was like a, a silver a fox style. Tint, you know? <laughs> silver <laughs> fox, yeah, yeah, silver fox. Yeah, the silver fox. Honestly, if you wanted to see that, you have to watch Coronation Street. There was a lot of fashion at that at one stage. You know? People were <laughs> yeah. sporting yeah. this kind of silver hair with the kind of purpley blue tint. You know, yes, that gave exactly. them an extra five years, man. That gave them an extra five years, these old people. <laughs> well, just shoot me, please. If I ever do go in that direction, shoot me. I'll let you know. I will know. <laughs> yeah, please, you'll let me know, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Guys, let's, let's call it time now. Um, okay, cool. Thanks for being on again. And yeah. <laughs> Anyone got anything to say? Uh, let's go around the table. Liz, you got any last words? Um. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Okay, okay. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Yeah. Well, I just found it interesting this time to like kind of lay back and, and let other people talk for a change. Yeah, I'll tell you something about while I've noticed about podcasting, man, you've become a great listener. You've become a great yeah. listener, believe me. You you listen to everything. All right, big yeah, black band, you got anything coming yeah. coming up? No, not as of yet. Not as of yet, I'm going to try and enjoy the weekend. You know, it's Father's Day on on uh, Thursday, uh, just gone, and so yeah, you know, happy uh, happy Father's Day for the the peeps, still these fathers out there uh, in Germany. I know it's not the same in the UK; they have a different day, right? Mother's yeah. Day is the Mother's same. Mother's Day in March. World, but Father's no, no, Mother's Day is in March in England. Mother's Day, no, yeah. is it? No, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, thing that I find kind of strange over here, um, because. And where I come from, Father's Day is like in June. Yeah, yeah. yeah same, same in England. 
It's in the summertime. Yeah. And and here yeah, exactly. Father's Day is like a week after Mother's Day. Right. It was like two weeks after Mother's Day, you know. So I think it's just so that people don't forget it. You know, it's coming up, you know, at some point. Yeah, but it's all way. connected to the church's calendar. Yeah, something yeah. to do with everything, the equinox. Everything over here got something to do with the with the church, huh? Yeah. 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 It was um, ascension or something, and I don't know, but it's always connected. There's another couple coming up, and they're connected to the calendar. Uh, church Crazy calendar. how our bank holidays is bank holidays. It doesn't matter what date it falls on, they're going to have that day off. Whereas England, they always round it up to the Monday, don't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that because look at that. Look at for example, Christmas this year. Uh, I think it's Boxing Day is on a Saturday. So we don't benefit, but in England to push it to like okay, Monday you're off too because yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I like that system better. Anyway, yeah. Then thanks for listening, okay. guys. Uh, that is the living in Germany. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah definitely. Man. All right, all right. See you okay, a bit, man. Bye. 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 Ciao, Damit ihr immer dabei sein könnt. Top-Smartphones zu Frühlingspreisen im besten Telekom-Netz. Jetzt das neue iPhone SE schon ab einem Euro sichern und bis zu 248 Euro sparen. Dazu viele weitere Top-Angebote. Nur für kurze Zeit bei der Telekom. Damit ihr immer dabei sein könnt. Top-Smartphones zu Frühlingspreisen im besten Telekom-Netz. Jetzt das neue Fotowunder Huawei P40 Pro 5G. Schon ab einem Euro sichern und bis zu 148 Euro sparen. Dazu viele weitere Top-Angebote. Nur für kurze Zeit bei der Telekom.